Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment with highly anticipated new releases. The time is now more than ever to embrace the breathtaking, sinister, and shocking tales that can enthrall you, especially with brand new exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped, like Amy Tintera's Listen for the Lie. With exclusive thrillers from best-selling authors, captivating sound design, and dynamic performances, Audible brings these stories to life like never before. And as a member, you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jura, Confluence, and Loom help power the collaboration needed for teams to accomplish what would otherwise be impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything, from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200, or 2 million, Atlassian software is built to help keep you connected and moving together as one. Tonight, Shia LaBeouf sued to warn women against dating him. What has his famous exes speaking out? Then, country legend Charlie Pride passes away from COVID-19. Did his final performance contribute to his death? Plus, more celebs battling coronavirus. Who just tested positive? It's a lot of people dying from this. And Brian Austin Green moving on after Megan Fox. His life as a dad and his return to TV. I really thought they're going to let me go after an episode of this. Also, my girlfriend thinks I dress like an insane person. Our exclusive with Wonder Woman's Chris Pine. E.T. starts right now. Shia LaBeouf is a talented actor, but he is also no stranger to trouble. And now two famous singers have come forward with disturbing allegations about their troubled relationships with Shia. Shia stepped out looking sullen in new photos taken Saturday, a day after ex-girlfriend FK Twigs filed a bombshell lawsuit against him. She is accusing the actor of sexual battery, assault, and knowingly giving her an STD. Now Twigs is getting support from fellow musician Sia, who took to Instagram writing, I too have been hurt emotionally by Shia, a pathological liar who conned me into an adulterous relationship claiming to be single. I believe he's very sick. Shia starred in Sia's 2015 music video for Elastic Heart. At the time, he was dating ex Mia Goth. Sia did not elaborate on when their alleged relationship occurred. 
Cheyenne F.K. Twigs-born Talia Barnett met on the set of their 2018 movie, Honey Boy. She claims their tumultuous relationship quickly turned into a living nightmare, and around Valentine's Day 2019, Shia forcibly slammed her against his car and strangled her. When it comes to the STD, she alleges Shia covered a flare-up by applying makeup. So what is Shia saying about all of this? He told the New York Times, quote, Many of these allegations are not true, but went on to add, I have no excuses for my alcoholism or aggression. I have been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. I'm ashamed of that history and am sorry to those I hurt. Wonderful. Shia's last on-screen appearance was September's Fast Times at Ridgemont High virtual table read for charity. He played Stoner Spicoli. Just come on. Just don't. Just come on. The Transformers and Indiana Jones star is notorious for his many run-ins with the law throughout his career. I have rights. I'm an American. Here he is in 2017 being arrested for public drunkenness and disorderly conduct in Georgia, which resulted in court-mandated rehab. Three years earlier, he was arrested for drunken heckling at the Broadway musical Cabaret. Tell us what happened. That same year, he walked a red carpet wearing a bag over his head that read, I am not famous anymore. He also staged a bizarre performance art exhibit titled, I am sorry, where he interacted with fans one-on-one inside. He took off the bag and he took a picture with me. Most recently, in September, Shia was charged with misdemeanor battery and petty theft for an incident in which he took a man's hat. He is due in court on January 20th. You know, I actually went to that art installation and it was just a very bizarre situation. All right, let's move on to a country legend gone too soon. Just last month, Charlie Pride had a moment when his contributions and groundbreaking career were honored at the CMAs. But now, some are wondering if that special night led to his death from COVID-19. You're there in the flesh to receive this award, even during these times of COVID. So stay safe, Charlie, okay? Thank you, Rachel. Thank you very much. Just weeks before his passing, E.T. spoke to the 86-year-old, gearing up to receive the Lifetime Achievement Award at the CMA Awards. He performed in front of a largely maskless audience. In a since-deleted tweet, attendee Marin Morris wrote, If this was a result of the CMAs being indoors, we should all be outraged. Mickey Guyton added, Girl, I thought the same damn thing. In a statement to E.T., a rep from the CMA Awards says Charlie was routinely tested, quote, upon landing and again on show day with all tests coming back negative. Following the CMA Awards, Charlie again tested negative multiple times. Someone loves you, honey. I'm just happy that uh, I'm still part of the the country music scene. I'm just happy. (laughs) E.T.'s been with the icon known as country music's first black superstar through many milestones. His latest song, Where the Cross Don't Burn, with Garth Brooks was recorded after false rumors of Charlie's death circulated this summer. When I heard that it was false news, I called Charlie. We went down that weekend and recorded the song. His sad passing comes as other stars struggle with COVID. It's a lot of people dying from this. Saturday, singer Ashanti had to reschedule her versus battle with Keisha Cole for January after coming down with the virus. I can't taste. I can't smell. Meanwhile, Nancy Grace, her mom, husband, and their teenage twins have all been stricken with COVID. Nancy's experiencing flu-like symptoms and expects to make a full recovery. Please, everyone, be careful and take the necessary precautions to fight this virus. Mask up. 
You know, the world is a very different place for all of us, including Brian Austin Green, who is trying to navigate this new normal and also dealing with his very public split with ex-Megan Fox. Michelle Turner talked to Brian about his next chapter and his number one priority, his kids. Hey, everyone. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing all right. I mean, this is this is insane. There are definite things about this that I that I like. Like I like I like zooming. It's like, hey, just sit, you know, sit in your socks and your shirt and and we'll just satellite you everywhere. It's great. It's been nearly three weeks since Brian filed legal docs in his divorce from Megan Fox. He's seeking joint physical and legal custody of their three sons. It looks like Brian is definitely a hands-on dad. Are you still homeschooling? We have a pot of like six other kids. The eight-year-old, he he just wasn't into uh, the remote learning at all. That just wasn't his thing. Got a couple hens down here. I built a chicken coop over the summer. Mm-hmm. And and now I'm currently building a vegetable garden. It became much like uh, remote learning. We're forced to eat at home more. Mm-hmm. So let me figure out a way of making that a cooler experience for the kids, like picking fruits off of trees or bushes. Their involvement is what keeps them excited about eating. This foursome is so close, but the boys had no idea their dad was the giraffe on The Masked Singer. How you gonna do it if you really don't wanna dance? And now he's got a seat on The Masked Dancer panel with Ken Jeong, Paul Abdul, and Ashley Tisdale starting December 27th on Fox. Welcome to The Masked Dancer. How epic were these reveals? I've been a huge fan of these people. Mm-hmm. So to all of a sudden see them on stage, that's one of the things like as a panelist that makes the show so fun. I just never in a million years thought this person would be doing this show. And they did. Did you get any right? I did, I got two right. I really thought they're gonna let me go after an episode of this because I'm (laughs) gonna suck at this game. And they didn't. And and then you start getting confident with it. Britney Spears. Fergie. Lionel Richie. I gotta ask you, if you had to pick one of your, your 90210 cohorts to do this show, who do you think would like just slay it? I think Ian Ziering would slay it because he's an entertainer. And I think he would have an absolute ball doing the show. You know what? I second that nomination. I think Ian would kill it. All right. Meanwhile, the movie industry is bracing for its toughest Christmas in more than 40 years. But you know what? There is a silver lining. We finally get to unwrap Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman 1984. Our Wonder Woman week continues with the Hollywood Chris. Fans are very excited to see back for the sequel, and there are a couple of reasons for that. But don't worry, Rachel Smith can explain all. Yeah, Kev, there's his big screen love story with Gal, of course, but there's also Mighty Fine Pines 80s fashion statements. Pockets here, there are pockets all over the pant. American issue bag, adjustable. My burning question for you, Chris, is where do you stand on the fanny pack? I walk my dog all the time. And the first thing I pick up is my fanny pack. I got treats for the dog. I got uh, my flip phone. I got my chapstick. Playable mattress in case I get locked out of the house. There's a lot of great things for the fanny pack. Uh, Saw a couple magazine pictures. They roll these up. I think we can do better. I think my girlfriend thinks I dress like an insane person most of the time. Yeah, Chris really did buy himself a fanny pack while shooting Wonder Woman. His girlfriend, actress Annabelle Wallace, might not like it, but on-screen love Gal Gadot is totally on board. The only person who can pull off a fanny pack is Chris. I'm ready to go. 
gal is just, she is. I mean, when I say that like the woman is put through paces on set, what would like, what she's got to wear and do and what she's wearing. And she's got a family of, you know, two young girls and she's producing. She never complains. She, I don't see her ever not smile. I just think I would be the biggest pain in the ass. And she is, she's a delight. Chris is pretty busy himself right now. He's shooting a new project in London, and he just wrapped Don't Worry, Darling with Harry Styles. As for more Wonder Woman adventures... If it was possible to be worked into a third Wonder Woman film, would you be in? This is Grandma's Chicken Soup for 2020. We've had a bad year. This movie is all sorts of awesome fun. If there's a third, which I'm sure there will be, I'd be happy to come back with bells on and uh, wearing a tutu. I love it, bells, tutu, and of course you can't forget your famous fanny pack, Chris. We are all in. <laughs> all right, well tomorrow we are wrapping up our Wonder Woman week with a cast at their virtual premiere and our exclusive with supervillain Pedro Pascal. Moving on now to Miss Tina Fey and her surprising Golden Globes confession. Well, it's gonna be exciting to find out. Tina's ready to host, but how will the show go on amid the pandemic? So you're working on it now? Nope. Then Stephen King's The Stand, given the TV treatment once again. Why it's a role of a lifetime for Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, you in? And I was like, yes, I am. Then our exclusive with Zoe Deschanel, gushing over her property brother boyfriend. He absolutely makes me the best version of myself. Our sneak peek at their home renovation project together. I just don't think this is my thing. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. Whoopi Goldberg waited way longer than you even know to don those white locks. And now it is finally here. The stand kicks off Thursday with an amazing cast. And the story could not be more timely than in this year of the pandemic. The world is now a blank page. How in the world does Stephen King predict some of the crises that we are facing right now this year, considering he wrote this book, The Stand, back in 1978? He has a real curiosity about humanity and what could stop us, what could end it all. Three things to know about CBS All Access's nine-episode limited series that premieres Thursday. One, it's got a great cast. All of them obsessed with a story about a pandemic that brings us to a post-apocalyptic world. What is one thing that you are truly afraid of? Um, what am I not? <laughs> Boom. There are some real parallels from the book about how much worse it could be. Two, E.T. got inside the mind of Stephen King himself on set of 1994's The Stand miniseries. How'd he predict this 2020 future? All I did was to take some of the chemical, biological things that we were playing around with and say, what would happen if somebody tried this with the flu? It seems like the ideal carrier germ. Three, for Whoopi Goldberg, getting to be part of this project is a wish come true. I had intended to play her 30 years ago, and then I heard they were going to do it again. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll ask, what can it hurt? And they were like, oh, no, we, yeah, we thought you wanted to do this again. So, yeah, you in? And I was like, yes, I am. 
And Whoopi told me the reason she didn't play the part all those years ago was because she was unable to get out of another job she had. And speaking of which, Zoe Deschanel has a new job she's giving back with the help of her man. When we were working together, we were laughing like a bunch of idiots the whole time. How Zoe is helping the Property Brothers kick off season two of Celeb IOU, plus the other stars showing up. <laughs> then Jamie Foxx's Mike Tyson transformation, his new knockout role. I'll praise to God, my brother. I'm just happy. I scored. It took me 42 years to find the right person. You know, Jonathan Scott is not shy about declaring his love for girlfriend Zoe Deschanel, and now they're mixing work and play on his show, Celebrity IOU, and only E.T. had a chance to sit down with Zoe to talk about their collaboration, both on screen and off. Jonathan said you make him the best version of himself. <laughs> what do you do to make him the best version of himself? I just cook him food he likes. <laughs> <laughs> Does he do the same for you? Yes, he absolutely makes me the best version of myself, makes me feel so happy. He's just the most wonderful person. I'm so lucky. I love that I can be nerdy and romantic with her and she kicks it back to me in exactly the same amount of, you know, romanticism and comedy. We just enjoy spending every moment with each other. It's been 15 months and Zoe and Jonathan are going strong. They even moved in together during the pandemic. It's been nice, actually, to be quarantined together. He had a checklist of stuff he was going to do around the house. So, so nice. Also scoring Jonathan some pretty major brownie points, he's helping Zoe surprise her lifelong friend Sarah with a home makeover on tonight's season two premiere of Celebrity IOU. Surprise! <laughs> surprise! Surprise! How did this come about? How did the negotiation go? The negotiation, well... Jonathan was like, do you want to do this thing? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I've been friends with her since we were five. So I have a daughter who's five. So when I see her, I think, oh my gosh. We're like sisters. She's like my sister. I was in her wedding. I sang in her wedding. You sang in her wedding. Pregnant, right? Yep. I was eight months pregnant when I sang in her wedding. <laughs> All right, bye, Drew. Home. Bye. Bye. These two are so adorable. Makes me sick. She's amazing. When we were working together, we were laughing like a bunch of idiots the whole time. I just don't think this is my thing. The worst part for me is that it's loud. You were not into the demo, were you? I know, I hate, no, I hate it. Could you do this again? Oh my God, I could, I love it, it's so fun. I know Jonathan has joked that you and Drew's wife could become the property sisters. <laughs> we, we definitely like love design. This is Jimmy and Dave, the real estate brothers. <laughs> also appearing this season, The Office star Rain Wilson, Allison Janney, and Justin Hartley. Everyone knows Justin from This Is Us, and he's an amazing actor, and he's honestly just a great down-to-earth guy. There is a little moment in that episode where somebody fully clothed gets thrown into the pool. That was the, the one bone I had to pick with Justin. I don't like it when somebody has more abs than I have on hairs on my head. Like, it's yeah. just not fair. Jonathan, celebrate the little wins like all the hair you still have. All right, now to the star-studded cast of the new animated film, Soul. It starts streaming exclusively on Disney Plus Christmas Day, and I had a chance to talk to the voices that bring it to life, like Tina Fey, who has another big gig that she is looking forward to in the new year. Are you guys ready to have some fun tonight? 
what are the Golden Globes going to be like under this new normal? That's a good question. I have no idea. You know, typically, Amy and I would never really even start working on it until the week before. You won't have a bunch of drunken celebs sitting down in front of you. I don't know. It's going to be exciting to find out. Okay, so you're, work, you're working on it now. Nope. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Globes happened February 28th. Until then, Tina's starring with Jamie Foxx in Disney Pixar Soul. Jamie voices the lead character, a musician who, after a little misstep, finds himself in the great before. That's where the two go on a spiritual journey. You can't crush a soul here. That's what life on Earth is for. You look at what we're going through with all the marches where we were on the front lines of that. This is an opportunity for us to escape. This is an opportunity for us for, to have a moment of smile. Angela Bassett also stars in the film coming to Disney Plus on Christmas Day. We spoke about the beautiful soul gone too soon, Chadwick Boseman, who played her son in Black Panther. Did anybody have any idea that he was struggling when he was on set? No one had a clue, an inkling, a whisper at all. And that speaks to the strength and the fortitude of this brother, of this man, of this professional, of this mm -hmm. human. We'll never forget him. Up next for Angela, Mission Impossible 7 with Tom Cruise. As for Jamie, he'll be lacing up the gloves to take on the role of Iron Mike Tyson. What I want people to see is not the Mike Tyson that was in the ring and, you know, that I want them to hear this voice. Mike Tyson, how we box the champion of the world. I said, Mike, how you doing? I said, oh, I'll praise to God, my brother. I'm just happy. I'm just happy. Why? Because I don't have any money anymore. So why are you happy about that? Because no one can take anything from me anymore. So that quiet Mike that was like trying to find his way back, I cannot wait for you to... Uh, to experience it, it is it is is one of those ones. When you talk about the top five talents in Hollywood, Jamie is definitely in that group. All right, coming up, the new celebrity renovation reality series hosted by a very, very familiar face. Hey everyone, it's Kevin Frazier. We hope you're enjoying the ET podcast. Be sure to watch Entertainment Tonight every weeknight for all the latest entertainment news. Check your local listings for where ET airs in your market or go to etonline.com. All right, before we go, a big shout out to our very own Nichelle Turner. CBS just announced she will host her own celebrity renovation show. It is something else. Can't wait for y'all to see it. Take care, everybody. Hey everybody, John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll you'll be saying to yourself, TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. You don't strike me as a man to give up easily. No, sir, I'm not. 
Over 80 million viewers have made Tracker America's number one TV show. Please find my husband. I'll do whatever I can. Someone's missing. This is the guy you want looking for. Found her. I got your location. I'm Coulter Shaw. I'm here to take you home. The CBS original, Tracker. Now streaming on Paramount+.